Uh, Tim's on the line. Tim Salter is executive director of Drug and Alcohol Testing of Canada. I really appreciate you calling in. Tim, can you clear up some of the misconceptions or some of the, you know, question marks that we've got going on here? Oh, sure, I can. Thanks again for uh, taking my call. Um, There are a couple different collection devices that are used when doing oral fluid uh, testing. And the the purpose of a collection device is to do just that, collect the oral fluid specimen and then send it into the lab. And the two main ones that are used on, in market right now in, in different laboratories across the United States and Canada is the Orasure device, uh, the Intercept, and uh, the immunoalysis device, uh, the Quanacel. Now, the Intercept device does have gelatin and salt as a preservative on the swab. However, the Quanacel device does not. So there is an alternative there. Yes. One device, if they are using this one, it does have a gelatin or an animal product on it. But there's alternatives that could be easily switched to. And the gelatin comes from bone, is that correct? It's an animal-derived product, yes. Okay. And so what's the difference between, you know, the oral fluid uh, swab that you're talking about, getting a specimen from that, and a specimen from a urine sample? A great question. So... It, it, first off, you know, it's a different collection procedure. Obviously, one is a little bit more intrusive than the other, and there's an ease of collection uh, with oral fluid versus that of uh, urine collection where you'd have to have a, um, a collection site set up that was private for the person. Um, but the, the, main, the main reason to choose an alternative uh, specimen like oral fluid is there's a shorter detection window with oral fluid over that of urine, and so whereas... With urine, you might be detecting, say, cannabis use, uh, THC specifically, for up to 30 days. Um, with oral fluid, it does detect very recent use, up to three days on the outside, but normally within the last 24 hours. Okay, so it's just it's more uh, specific to the time window that they're talking about. Is, uh, you know, I've been looking around a lot on the net while we've been uh, having this discussion to try and find out how long marijuana stays in the body. So you're saying 30 days? Well, it does depend on the, a number of different factors. Uh, the, in drug testing in general, uh, the, the type of drug often determines how long it takes for those different metabolites or what your body produces as it processes the drug that you're taking in. And those different metabolites have different half-lives. And that determines how long it's going to stick around for. But physiological factors um, of the user, uh, their overall health, their metabolic function, um, and then how frequently they use the drug, what strength of drug that they use, all play factors in how quickly that drug will exit their system. There are studies out there that show that THC can stick around for as long as 60 days in urine, but for a recreational once-in-a-month type user, um, 10 days later they could be testing negative. There's no firm number that you can assign to how long THC can be detected in urine. We can only say in generalities, much like we're making generalities in drug testing in general these days, is that somewhere between one and six days, you, you can detect THC in urine. All right. So is it, is it true that it's stored in fat cells, and how does it clear your body? Great question. So THC, the, the metabolite that we're testing for, the drug that we're testing for, is fat-soluble, unlike some of the other drugs that people use recreationally. And what that means is as you are chronic users that are daily users or, or frequent users, over a period of time, if they're gaining weight um, through just you know, overeating or just, in, you know, in general, uh, that those 
drug metabolites or those molecules are dissolved within the, the fat in the body and accumulate over time. And if someone were to go through a period of rapid weight loss, when that fat is being burned off and the person is losing weight, those waste products that were caught up in, the, in those fat lipids can be re-released into the body's waste system and, and voided out through urine. Sure. And I understand, actually, I was reading this really interesting article that a lot of the times when you are active, physically active, you will sweat a lot of your fat out, which because a lot of it is like a like a water, you know, when you break it down, you're um, getting rid of it uh, via, you know, breath and sweat. And there's so many ways to get rid of it. It, uh, Hopefully that's correct. But well, you know, I, I guess on a tech from a tech perspective, it is correct. You know, your bloodstream feeds all part of your body, uh, including your um, your sweat glands, uh, your respiratory system. We're all connected through the bloodstream, and your bloodstream is what contains the, the drug that would be in your body. So that's circulated throughout the body, and yeah, it can exit in a number of different ways. And there's some promising technology coming out of the states right now that allow uh, or can can actually test for drugs through sweat. So you place your finger on a pad. It can detect minute amounts of drug right in your sweat from your body, which is a pretty neat technology. So that whole idea of, you know, people calling in and arguing about this. Well, what if it gives a false positive, you know, if if marijuana can be stored in the in your body for, you know, 30 days, uh, you know, that's the reason why they want to do the oral fluid swab, because it's not going to detect, you know, past the 24, 48 hours that you said. Yeah, that's one of the benefits of doing oral fluid testing is you do have a, a shorter detection window. Um, and, and, and in addition to some of the other benefits we spoke about before, from a privacy perspective, oral fluid testing can be uh, more, I guess, usable as, as a tool for the employer. Well, Tim, I really appreciate you tuning in and calling in. Thanks so much. It's been very informative. Oh, you're very welcome. And if you have any more questions, uh, feel free to reach out to us. We're here to help all Canadians with their questions in regards to drug and alcohol testing. Do you have a website? Yeah, datac.ca, D-A-T-A-C dot C-A, the Drug and Alcohol Testing Association of Canada. Perfect. Thanks so much, Tim. Appreciate it. Oh, you're very welcome. Have a great day.